Welcome to the Crazy Happy Life podcast. Today is episode six, and on today's episode, we answer questions that you have sent us. Yeah, a lot of different submissions from you, and we will get to them on the podcast. Life is crazy, and we get that. That's why we're here. (laughs) It's the Crazy Happy Life podcast with Joey and Lauren. Welcome to the podcast, Crazy Happy Life. On today's episode, we're doing a mailbag episode, which... Lauren, you should explain what a mailbag episode is. Well, really, it's just over time. We've had a lot of questions about life, our life, or life in general, different situations that we've just compiled over time that we haven't had a chance to really dive into and get to. Um, So today's episode, we have just a lot of those, and hopefully we can give some good advice, good insight. Uh, I did screen some of these questions so it's not like I'm going to be rapid fire, like, yeah. what's your worst regret in life? That Although- was my question. I was going to ask. <laughs> and by the way, if you want to yes. submit mailbag questions, you can. Um, we're on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook is a message. Instagram's a DM, right? Does Correct. anybody say DM for uh, for Facebook? No, it's more PM. Okay. A private PM. message. Uh, so you can message us at Joey and Lauren show or at Joey and Lauren in the morning. You can search for that. Just search Joey and Lauren will pop up and you can send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. And again, you can say, hey, this is for the mailbag. And we'll try to do these episodes every once in a while. Yeah. And it can be deeper, darker stuff, as Lauren brought up, the deepest, darkest secrets of our life. <laughs> yeah. So we'll jump right into these uh, some of these questions that I've compiled that we've gotten over time. Uh, this question says, what is your favorite part and least favorite part of being in the public eye. And this message is from Cassandra. Can it be the public eye that's not, I mean, it's not na- nationwide public, um, <laughs> locally public from where we live. Yeah. So I would say, like, there's been times that we've been at the grocery store and maybe we've had a bad day or maybe we've gotten into a tiff. And there's been awkward moments where maybe we're not getting along great. And then I'm over there looking at cucumbers or whatever. And then someone's like, oh, hey, guys, love your show. And I don't know what I did previously or was I was I being rude. But I think that that can be tough. And then I think the other thing is just in general, there's um, sometimes there's this pressure of kind of always having to be on, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, and, and it's not like paparazzi stuff or anything like that. But if if I meet someone and I meet a listener, I want to make sure that they had a great experience. Right. And so sometimes. If I'm not in the best of mood, that can be tough because yeah. then I'm like, I don't want to be like, well, hi, you know, I don't Sometimes know. Sometimes I get nervous about uh, the RBF. I think everyone knows what that stands for. <laughs> Resting, you know what, face. So really quarantine and COVID-19 and wearing masks has really helped me because I always get worried that I'm going to be at the grocery store, see somebody and they know who I am. And then I just have that look on my face. I don't mean anything by it, but I'm just focused or whatever. So it's nice that I can like kind of cover that up right now. But I would say my favorite part of being quote unquote in the public eye as uh, to this question, I would say just being able to relate and connect with people on a different level. Uh, People have reached out to us and connected us through some of our stories and different things that we have gone through. And I think that's a really fun way for me to kind of make friends, really. I mean, everyone that listens to our show and people we have met out and about, I consider them kind of an extension of friendship, right? I've been able to meet some people, which has been really cool, and I've been able to connect with some people. And I would say I think my least favorite part of being in the public eye is probably, you know, especially right now when we are in some really tricky times. It is pretty scary to be on the air, be a public figure, and not 
say the wrong thing or say the right thing or mess up yeah, a little bit or because offend someone offend someone because that is the farthest thing I want to do. But there are so many people like like that you could just lose your job by something you say and you don't you didn't mean to say it. It came out wrong. And that, I think, is a little scary being in the industry we're in, especially in the time we're in right now. You just have to be super careful, hyper aware of everything you do and say. Obviously, we stay the farthest away that we can from politics and things like that. But you just have to be careful. And so I think well, that, for me, is probably my least favorite part. There's been moments where we've talked about something on our show and we've gotten maybe a text message on the text line or a phone call or something and someone's offended and it blows my mind that yeah like, didn't even know there, it could come off that way and no doubt about it no doubt about it Lauren and I before we bring up certain things on the show we ask ourselves we check ourselves and we do kind of a checklist of what if would someone take offense to this uh, does it you know does it is it something that we feel that you know everyone can relate to and there have been times we've talked about something and someone got offended mm-hmm. and it, it did it blew my mind I was like how could someone take that and find offense to it? Yeah. And I, I, I get it. And I think that there are, I'm not saying that there's wrong thing. I mean, there are some things that are right about, hey, being more aware of how other people feel about it. And it's not a bad thing because some people are just like, well, I'm just going to say whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I don't care what people mm-hmm. think. And I do think that, especially in our job and in our career, I do want to say things and bring things up that a lot of people will not find offense to. And I want to be widely accepted, but I am amazed sometimes where we talk about a topic and it's like, oh, someone yeah. got offended by that. And you just yeah. realize that's kind of the day and age we live in. And there's two sides to the coin, too, because on the same foot, we also want to use our platform for good. And if we need to speak out on an yeah. issue or something, that's also something we want to do. So it's just a balance, like trying to figure that out. Um, but to your point, when you're like, man, I didn't even think. That could have been offensive. I, I remember, gosh, a couple of years ago on our show, we just very, very, just a blip on the radar. You barely brought up because it was around Valentine's Day and you were like, ah, yeah, I'm not one to stand in line and buy flowers. And little did we know, we actually had somebody reach out to our show who works at a flower shop and was very offended thinking that your comment would yeah. take away her business. And it's like, gosh, I didn't even think about that. I yeah. was just saying, and I wasn't, I'm not one to stand in line for flowers on And Valentine's if you think about Day. that, that's that's my opinion about, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, because I mean, quite frankly, you go and buy flowers around Valentine's Day and yeah, sometimes it is very expensive. Mm-hmm. So I would say, ah, uh, I try to skip that. And then you, and it would be like if, Lauren was like, oh, I hate pizza. And then a pizza place calls and is like, hey, way to yeah. go. Or if you said, I don't think pizza is very good for you. Honestly, you cannot like please everyone and something may offend someone. But, but you know, like to my point, it's just it's a tricky like tightrope that we you walk. know, I've always said this, though, when you're working in anybody in, in the public and we see it all the time. You, you have celebrities. I feel like every other week a celebrity says something and then everyone wants their show to be canceled. They want them to be canceled. But If you build yourself up to where people, they know the kind of person you are. And so this is what I always bank on when I'm dealing with, you know, talking about sensitive topics or whatever. I say people should know who we are. And so if you know the kind of person that I am and that you are, maybe we do say something that came off wrong or it came off kind of weird. But they know the intentions behind it. They're like, I know that. And I think we need more of that. Not like we know certain celebrities, but sometimes if someone says something, you go, oh, that's a little offensive, mm-hmm. or oh, they crossed the line, or oh, they shouldn't have said that. I feel like everyone just goes at what they said and says, well, they yeah. need to be done. They need to be canceled. Or they need to be pulled. But sometimes you need to say, well, look at what this person has done or the kind of person they are. Mm-hmm. If they're a good person, 90% of the time, 
they're doing the right thing, and every once in a while, oh, my gosh, they did something that or they said that. To me, take them for who they are. Yeah. And that's what I hope. I hope that we've we've built something to where people, like, let's say there will be a moment probably where I say something or you say something that maybe is like, oh, I'm offended by that. But take our whole product, and you may say, okay, well, Joey and Lauren are good people. So. I think this is something that you can take with you in whatever industry, whatever job you yeah. have, and that's that it is so important to just be a good person and realize that will reflect on different things and situations mm-hmm. in your life. Um, we do have a question from Jared, and Jared says, I've watched you guys and followed you for a while, and you seem to have such a fun relationship. Any advice for someone who is single and looking for that? Oh, hey uh, Single and ready to mingle? You know, I think it's funny because my I joke about it, but my single life was not it was not much. So I like Lauren dated a whole lot more than I did. You, you did. I did. So I'm gonna, a I'm gonna go. I'm gonna you, yeah. volley this bad boy back to you. Yeah, I mean, I would say if this is something that you are looking for, I think a lot of times it's so important to just stop, stop looking for it. And I know that sounds crazy, but we've we've had people actually call into our radio show about stuff like this. And for me, I think it's important to really sit back and realize that. Time will run its course. You will end up finding the right person. And I know that's so cliche and probably nothing you want to hear. But at the end of the day, sometimes you're looking too hard and you're exhausting all efforts when your partner or your soulmate or whoever could be right next to you or someone you've known your whole life. And so I think it's important to, one, not try too hard and stress yourself out. And two, Take chances, like travel, do stuff, meet people. And those are different ways that you can like network and connect with people. And then you end up finding someone. And I do not knock on online dating. I really don't. Oh, I know a lot of people. Online dating is totally normal now. A lot of people are like, oh, it's just it's such a hassle. No, I've been it's dating. normal. It really is. And I have so many friends who have met their partners, their spouses, whoever, like on, you know, social media. I even have a good friend who met and married her husband, they met on uh, Tinder and they have a few kids now. It's yeah. just funny how those things can end up playing out. So don't give up. Like it's a don't give up. And really, like we talked about earlier, is just find your best friend. Find someone who you know and someone you really love and appreciate being around. For me, it's all about there's there is no reason, honestly, there is no reason for you not to be a hundred percent yourself a hundred percent of the time with a hundred percent of the people in your life. Yep. Be yourself. If you try to be someone you're not, whether later on in life when you're dating, it's going to catch up to you, whether later on in life with your family, it's going to catch up to you, be yourself 100% of the time mm-hmm. with 100% of the people in your life because then you don't have to try. You're not trying. You're just yourself. And that's one thing that if I were to go back when I look at my single life and when I look back at dating and I even think about like, in some crazy world, if I had to ever jump back into that life, mm-hmm. I would probably try and find myself and be like, all right, well, I want to I want to be this kind of person. I would just, I mean, you got to be yourself. You want someone to love you for you. Yeah. And so if you're out there in the dating game trying to put on this persona or act like someone you're not, and then you end up in a relationship with that person, it's going to feel so strained because you're kind of playing a part and you're yeah. not as relaxed in yourself and you know, all those things, which I feel like is really important, just like you said, to just be yourself and embrace that. Yeah. Um, we do have a question coming in from Heather, and Heather says, how do you two handle being full-time workers in the media and full-time parents? 
Oh, good. <laughs> I would love to know the answer of that. I would love for someone to We're taking give us this secret. Yeah, <laughs> because there are times when I feel like I rocked it as a dad, but I struggled in my professional life. And there are times where I feel like I rocked it in my professional life and I struggled as a dad. And I think that there's never a perfect mix. And I think you just simply have to try your best. Uh, but there are definitely days where I look and say, I wish I would have done this. I will say, I don't know if there's many times where I spent quality time with our son and I said, man, I really wish I would have gotten to more emails. But yep. there's definitely been times where I've checked my email and I said, I wish I would have spent more time with my son. The root of our life is our son. Our son means everything to us. He is our entire world. He's the most important thing in our entire life, even though our show our radio show, this podcast, I mean, it is our life, but our son always comes first. And so I think there's like finding a balance. Like you said, you know, maybe scheduling aside time to do work stuff versus family stuff. And I think that that's really important. And just being able to manage your time and learn how to turn it off and turn it on. And this is anyone who is listening right now in any job that you have and as a parent, it is something that anyone can do and commit to and challenge themselves to, okay, I am going to make sure I turn it off. You know, you walk in the door, you're an attorney or whatever. You have cases that you have a big caseload that you're working on. I love Lauren talking attorney talk. (laughs) It is my favorite. No, I'm just saying like any job, right? You come home, find that time to just unwind, spend time with your family and leave work. You know what though? Like it is, it is tough, especially now because I can access anything I need to with work on my phone. And I think everyone, like in your most, pocket. most mm-hmm. people, their work email is on their personal phone so they can check work emails on their personal phone. Maybe, you know, you've got a laptop at home. Like we are now in a day and age where work can come home with you 90% of the time now. And that's scary. Like back in the day when you just had an office phone. You punch and you, out. Yeah, and you, come you home. were done. Yeah. And then you come home and you wouldn't have to worry about it. But now we can take our work home, which has its advantages. The other thing is we have involved our son in our work and we have a job and we have a career that is obviously super easy for that. But we have, we have bosses that are like, we realize you guys both work here, both be married, both do your thing. So if you need to bring your son to events, do it. And we do. Mm-hmm. If we need to bring our son to events, we brought our son to a couple of staff meetings that we needed to because of childcare or whatever. And that's just the way it is. Yeah. Yeah, I think what's interesting, too, is with our son being so young, he's still taking several naps, stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, We do utilize nap time. Um, So if you have that advantage in your house, utilize nap time or when the kids go to bed to maybe do some things. And also not just being parents, but being in a relationship, whether you are married or boyfriend, girlfriend, engaged, whatever, living together, whatever it is, you and your partner finding time together yeah. away from work. And that's really hard for us because we work together. Our show is our life. We are married. So it's hard. Like we'll go on trips and we we're in the car and we're talking about work the whole time. You know, it's it's good free flowing conversation and it's productive. But a lot of times we have to stop ourselves and be like, okay, we've been talking about work for three hours. What is happening? So I think it's good to find a balance, separate that and make time for your family. Yeah. And that is what's most important in life, right? Because your job, jobs come and go. Your family is there with you forever. So you want to make sure you utilize your time with your kids and your family. Yeah, that's really good. All right, let me read one. Can I pick one from sure. the list? Yeah. All right, I want to pick one from the list here. Um, how do you push through real life struggles while trying to be positive for your audience? You know, that's really interesting um, 
because I think one thing that we try to do is I want to be an escape. I heard a great example. I brought this up multiple times, and I bring it up anytime someone says, like, oh, why don't you guys do this on your show or that on your show? But I always say, if you were hungry and you walked into a Chinese restaurant and you demanded spaghetti, they would say, well, we're not that kind of restaurant. And your response wouldn't be, well, I'm hungry and you're a restaurant, so I need spaghetti. And they'd be like, yeah, but we're a Chinese restaurant. We don't we don't serve mm-hmm. spaghetti. It's the same way of media. Like, if people come to us and say, why don't you guys talk more hard-hitting news or politics or whatever, I'd say we're not that kind of morning show. We're not, we're not that kind of outlet, you know? And so I always try to be an escape with it. But when real life happens and real trials come, I always say to myself, again, going back to kind of what I brought up earlier, but, you know, trying to be 100% me. And I'll be honest, I block out a lot of the hard-hitting new stuff in my life because I just don't like it. It's so, and I got that from my dad. Like my dad, still to this day, he he doesn't like. I couldn't go to my dad and talk about current events, and he wouldn't know all the details. He kind of just blocks out. He does his life, and you know he pays attention to some of the stuff that he needs to pay attention to. But I block out a lot of it anyway. So that is really me. Like I'm not one to be like I know everything that's going on in news. Mm-hmm. And so when I deal with real life troubles or real life, whether it's in the world or in our own life, I do try to block that out. But Man, if we share all only the good things in our life, well, that's stupid. Yeah. So if there's bad things that happen or tri- troubling things that happen, I'm going to share that too. You know, I think transparency is the word that I that comes to my mind is just being transparent with everyone. Obviously, we are that outlet. We are entertainers. Like that's why people come to you know our station and, and listen to us on their drive to work or whatever. That really is what we're here for to entertain. But also, we are real people. Like you said, like we are real people that live, you know, locally in in the city that we broadcast to and we are going through everything that everyone else is going through, right? Major struggles that are happening in the world, we're feeling it, we're going through it too. But also our own personal struggles, we have learned to how do I incorporate that? into our show, but not like it's like a feature piece, like coming up next. The bad news in our life. What are we dealing with? No, but it's more of like, hey, I am a person. I am a real human being that has real feelings and real struggles. And this is what we're going through. And we are an open book. This is what's happening. Now we just find the balance where we're not dragging it down and it's just like a bore. That's not me. No, yeah. And and that's not you. And nobody wants to be like listening, you know, driving to work or driving their kids to school and they're trying to be pumped up for the day and they just hear negativity over negativity after negativity. Nobody wants that. But I do feel like it is important to be honest, to be open, to be real. And that's what connects us with people. Not that it's a strategy because it's just who we are. It's not like we're like trying to do it on purpose. No, just being who we are helps us connect with our audience well, it's in kinda the like, best way. Well, it's kind of like, you know when you have those, I, I think we all have friends or people in our life or family members that are just like constantly like, oh, this sucks about my work, this sucks about my life. And and that can be tough. Like when I, I have a couple of friends where it's it's always, they're angry at someone or someone did this to them and that sucks my energy out. And mm-hmm. I'm just not like that. So yeah, there's, there's things that happen in our life and in the world. I'm fine with talking about it, but I'm going to try to find the good that's when, you know, I'm going to try to find the half glass full and people can say, well, you don't have to force it. And yeah. to me, I'm not forcing it. That's what I try to do in life. Mm-hmm. I try to find the half glass full all the time. Yeah, we are who we are on the air and off the air. And, you know, people choose to do things in different ways in their life. But I think, you know, we talked about this a couple episodes ago about our infertility struggles and how for so long I shared the experience about how I was and we were struggling in silence. We didn't tell anybody about our problem. 
not that we were ashamed of it, but we just kept it to ourselves for so long. And the turning point in my life personally, I can't speak for you, but the turning point for me was when we decided to become public and and open up about our issues, it was like a breath of fresh air because I was able to feel so much love from so many people and they were able to relate because they were going through the same thing. So really with, with that question, I would just say being a real person and being transparent is how we get through it. But we're also trying to see the silver lining in everything. We're not sitting there like, woe is me, woe is me. It's always trying to look at things like, okay, what can I control? And you always tell me this all the time. When I'm really stressing about something, you'll say, listen, you can only control what you can control. Don't freak out about things that you cannot control. And so I think that's really important for us. All right. Any more on the mailbag? Uh, Yeah, we have one more. And I think it kind of goes along with kind of what we already answered. But Rachel writes in and says, why do you guys always seem so happy? It's <laughs> it's all the caffeine, baby. <laughs> I don't know. I've just I I grew up with a mom and a dad that are pretty darn positive. My mom is a very positive person. So to me, it's it's kind of in my DNA. Like I look at my brothers and sisters and I got a lot. I got 5. So I'm the youngest out of 6. And most of my brothers and sisters are all pretty happy. We all kind of do what we love for our jobs. We all kind of have unique um, you know, journeys. I mean, we always kind of followed our passions. And so, um, you know, I think that that came a lot of it just was how I was raised. And mm-hmm. it, it makes me excited as uh, we have a 10 month old now because I want to raise our son to be positive. But I just it's more enjoyable. Yeah. It really is more enjoyable. Life and- is much more enjoyable when you have happiness in it. And that is really true. And just kind of to your point, it's kind of the same thing that You know, I'd rather spend my time doing something happy than not. Like, I I use the analogy, uh, I know a lot of people are horror movie fans, okay? Yeah. I am not, and that is totally fine if you like horror movies, but I use this analogy in the way of, I personally don't like scary movies because I want to watch something and feel good, and when I watch scary movies, I don't feel good. So, when I'm talking about life- They almost like that they feel bad and then I get it, and that is totally fine. But for me, like, I'm not one to go through a haunted house because I don't like to feel like I'm going to die. You want to you go through a I'm gumball saying? house where yeah. everyone gives you gumballs. So for me, it's more of like, okay, how do I try to find the upside to things? And by all means, I'm not perfect at, at that. Wow. I mean, I have my struggles. There are times where I'll be woe is me and, and, and really have a pity party, but you got to pick yourself back up and just try to push through. And again, you can only control what you can control. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. It's just realizing like there's there's so many things in life that I have no control over. And so I'm like, ah, whatever. Like I can only control a few things, you know, but I think sometimes we take outside problems mm-hmm. that are determined by other people and then we they, we bring that on ourselves. Yeah. It's like, wait a second. Hold on a second. Yeah. If I have no way of controlling that, why the heck would I let it stress me out? I'm going to live my life, and the only thing I'm going to get stressed out about is where I'm going to eat for dinner. Yeah, and and we're also not ignoring the fact that there are real issues in people's lives. There are real things going well, on sure, in yeah. our world. Like we're not just like do do do, like just acting like nothing is ever it's like wrong. Like the Truman Show, you're in the bubble. You know? <laughs> you know what I mean? But 
It is. It's a balance in life, and you just have to find it. Yeah. So there it is. Mailbag episode. Are we on episode six of the podcast? Done I don't with? know. I All think right. six. <laughs> uh, make sure to like, review, subscribe, so it can be right there at the top of your feed. Wherever you listen to podcasts and audio, write a nice little review. Five stars. We'd love it. You can also listen to us every day, Joey and Lauren in the morning. You can find us on demand. Just search Joey and Lauren in the morning anywhere you listen to podcasts, or we're on My 1027 uh, on Boise, Idaho, live every single weekday morning. That does it for episode six.